0: Welcome back, everybody. This is Rachel Prince, Airbnb realtor here in Indy, Indianapolis. And today we are on the Airbnb Entrepreneur Podcast with some mighty fine ladies, locals here. And we're going to be discussing ways to make your Airbnb stand out. Uh, Our last episode was kind of on this as well when we're talking about how to develop your niche. And and we're just going to take that one step further today with the ladies uh, that we have with us, Tina Stevens and Lydia Tar. They are stagers for real estate and also for vacation rentals, specifically Airbnbs. And we're going to kind of pick their brain and maybe get some elements of what works when we're kind of staging or designing um, or furnishing our Airbnb, and maybe what doesn't, and any tips they can give us along
1: the way. So welcome, ladies. Thank you.
0: Welcome, welcome.
1: Hi, Hi, thank you also from me. This is Lydia.
0: Hi, Lydia, and hello, Tina. We're so Glad that you could be with us today. I wanted to first just start with Tina and uh, since she's the gal that I know who uh, has come to all of our meetups and has been a real helpful support with some of my events and things uh, volunteering with the host Open uh, Airbnb home rental tour. So thanks again for that, Tina. Um, you yeah. ran out so quickly. I didn't get a chance to say thank you, but um, <laughs> welcome. but welcome, and, and please, why don't you introduce yourself, what you, uh, who you are, what you've been up to for your life, and kind of uh, briefly just describe what your company does, and then, um, and then um, we can talk about uh, that feeling of home, your company.
2: Yes. Again, my name is Tina Stevens, and um, I work for That Feeling of Home with my business partner, Lydia, and uh, I started home staging consultations back in 2012, and that kind of grew into the Airbnb realm last year when I stayed at my first Airbnb, and I brought that concept home and presented it to a client um, that was selling their house, and then they decided to take it off of the market to Airbnb, and I think it's done really well. Uh, We had a fun time decorating those properties and
0: stayed in your first airbnb where was that
2: um that was actually in georgia atlanta Atlanta. Uh, i went there for new year's with a friend and um you know it was very interesting concept to me it was a lot of people sharing one home Uh, the homeowner lived next door and it worked out well
0: so they had done like room rentals on that particular one or was it the entire home
2: it was the entire home, but they rented each individual room separately. Right, right, room, rented rooms. So what, was, it, was there anything in it that
0: stood out to you from a design concept or maybe even things that you thought, oh, I can go back and do this and do it better?
2: Uh, definitely I thought I could go back and do it better. Um, you know, <laughs> as far yeah. as, as storage and cleanliness and clutter, like, I'm like, man, I could make this so amazing if I brought this concept home and realized that you guys We're already set up here in Indianapolis, but, um, you know, seeking out um, Airbnb super hosts, I came across um, several in the area that we contacted to learn more about it and how to implement that uh, so we could try to help either manage or pass that business on. I love how you
0: kind of keep saying that you brought this home because, you, it's almost like your company name reflects that, that feeling of home and then you're like bringing it home. So nice little phrase that you have. And Lydia, what about you? What is your background with design?
1: Well, I actually went to college for interior design and it got put on the back burner as I raised a family and just recently came from the nonprofit world working for an adoption agency full-time.
0: Oh wow, that is fascinating, isn't it? Now it's always interesting to see what other people's alter
1: egos are up to. did a creative outlet and started doing it part time, and that evolved into full time. How did you
0: and Tina meet?
1: Actually, through our daughters
2: as well as a mutual friend. Ah, well, thank you, daughters. Good for <laughs> So
0: we're talking a little bit about, on this episode, design elements that can help an Airbnb host's listing stand out a little bit. What inspires you when you go into a home and you have an empty slate and you're like, huh, how am I going to you know, make, bring this thing to life?
2: Well, we really like to play up the features. Um, like if there's an outdoor space that's spectacular, we really like to play on that. Or if there's a large um, master suite, uh, we'll run with that. Uh, just sort of depends on the features of each home, the colors that they've already implemented or if they're willing to change anything, uh, the area, the location of it. It uh, sort of depends on whether we want it to be super trendy or a little bit more traditional.
0: Have you guys, either of you, run into some challenges that – you have had to kind of sit down with the owner and have a little talk with or the property
1: manager and say, this is just unacceptable. (laughs) This is Lydia. Um, I would say that there are times that definitely trying to uh, deal with some outdated decor and talking about how we could modernize it or what we could change minimally. For their costs to update it. Um, there's been times where we've discussed narrow spaces and how to hide or how to um, disguise flaws in the home by recreating traffic patterns or things like that. Oh, that's
0: Yeah, that's interesting.
1: And is what are some shortcuts that
0: you guys might suggest? Um, you said, you know, obviously painting and doing little things that might cover some things up. But, um, you know, if they have all furniture but they don't have much of a budget, where might you go to help them with that?
2: Well, we do have relationships with local liquidators. So we offer our services to them that we can go shopping for them for a small fee, or um, it usually takes around ten to $15,000 to furnish from scratch. Like if we're starting with absolutely nothing, like no kitchen utensils or pots or pans or linens or towels or all of the essentials that you would need to get started. For
0: like a four-bedroom house or... Yeah. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I know I will get inspired because I'll go out shopping for some artwork for a place and I'll see the one or two pieces, and I'll be like, yes, I'm going to fully integrate the house with all of this style. Like we just did a kind of a Mexican colonial, like Spanish colonial kind of Frida um, ocean type of theme with one of our houses recently. And it was one or two paintings that really inspired me to do it. What inspires you if, say, the client doesn't have a brand or um, an idea yet? Is it, is it just uh, the, you know the, the style of the house?
1: We usually will, this is Lydia, we will usually send the client to Pinterest and get them to select some styles and things that they like. And once we start seeing maybe some trends, we will offer up suggestions and expand on what they indicate they already like. Most of the time that works best, but occasionally they'll say it's up to you and we'll do Whatever to try to implement it. So, just based on what we are seeing that's trending, for example, we did one recently that was in the grays and the rose color. We've done a lot of gray, gold, and black. Uh, we've done blue and aqua in the past. So, it really depends a lot based on the character of the home, colors inside. Taste of the client, and then what's trending.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, that's really interesting. What's trending? I think uh, a lot of people see HGTV, they see Fixer Upper, and they think, oh yeah, I kind of want to do something that Magnolia Homes is doing, and and um, that might be a good place for them to start. Just to go walk through Target, or you know, check out that Magnolia Homes uh, mm-hmm. brand, and kind of get a feel for if they want modern country, or you know what what feel they want. Do you have any other tips that might help a host make their Airbnb pop if they can't afford a designer or a stager like yourself?
2: Oh, my gosh, yes. Um, We love to switch out throw pillows. It makes all the difference in the world. Just changing a few pillows or adding a throw to the end of the bed in a different color, um, a new piece of art, it changes the whole look.
0: Yeah, those are really great and super affordable. I mean, I know um, the pillows can be actually quite expensive, you know, but you could also just get the lining of the pillow, and the cover, and actually use the same pillow but just put the cover over it. Have you ever done that? Yeah,
2: yeah, we have. Uh, sometimes the covers are a little bit more expensive than what we find uh, on price of pillows. Lydia and I are both bargain uh-huh. shoppers, so... We like to hunt for a good deal.
0: Yes, I think that's part of the the whole process here. Um, Anything else you guys might suggest offhand that might help the hosts out there make their Airbnb
2: pop? Yeah, this is Tina, um, and we really feel like having nice, comfortable mattresses and linens are, are key, and someone that's looking to start their own Airbnb Um, we do have a few liquidators that we work with in the area if anyone needs recommendations or referrals.
0: Yeah, that is um, interesting that you guys will also do, you know, the bedding and the the mattresses themselves because I know that – you know, some stagers won't be that detailed, but I think when we're Mm -hmm. talking about the Airbnb Mm -hmm. world, you guys really have to be um, detail oriented and versatile and your, and your knowledge is, is way beyond what a, you know, normal staging would be. Can you just go over a few Mm -hmm. things that might uh, differ between, um, you know, staging a home to be sold and staging a Uh home for Airbnb, such as mattresses?
2: Yes. uh, This is Tina again. And, um, we like to use multifunctional furniture in Airbnbs, like futons and sleeper sofas, and we don't normally do that in a, in a regular staging. We like to use lightweight furniture that we can carry in and out easily. Uh, with Airbnbs, ah. you've got to have high-quality furniture because there's a lot of wear and tear on those. So we, um, that's why we pair with the local liquidators to get top-notch, high-quality, low-priced items.
0: How much of uh, how much assembly do you guys do?
2: (laughs) And uh, is this a problem? Like, are you guys assembling? Oh my gosh! I think that you and I both know nobody likes to assemble. So either we might not specifically do that, or um, yeah, it we have to tack on additional time for that. It's um, it's not fun, but it's necessary. So
0: yeah, I don't include it. Oh, go ahead, sorry.
2: (laughs)
1: Rachel, it's Lydia. One thing I'd like to say is, too, because we are bargain hunters, that a lot of times because of the places we know to go and to shop and the deals that we come across, a lot of times we can save our clients the majority of what our fees would cost. So, uh, you know, they may go to the retail store and pay $1,200 for a sofa and we may know a liquidator or a place to buy it where you could essentially get the same quality sofa for around two, $300. And mm-hmm. so we like to think that even though there is a charge for our services, that we save the client a lot of money overall.
0: I have to agree with you about... Um, you know this this whole concept, the entire concept of of recommending a stager to design your Airbnb or at least somebody who knows um, what they're doing because to just hire that out as a host if you can afford it because um, if they do have all those contacts, yes, it's, it's going to be better for the for the host host or owner. And, um, additionally, like you guys are constantly out there. So you have your finger on the pulse. You see what's coming in. You see, you might've, uh, Tina, you might've been out there today and seen a couch that you just have to have for your next client. And then that client comes along and you can get it for a deal exactly. versus, uh, you know, versus for me, what I do end up uh, doing sometimes is I don't have the time to be out shopping, you know, for all the houses to set them up. Um, But but I do, um, you know, offer quite a a deal for that essentially to do that. But, you know, I don't include the handyman to assemble things. But I, um, you know, the way that I do it is I pretty much have my clients buy everything online and then we assemble it. But they're going to get a lot cooler stuff. Uh, it might be a little bit more expensive, but they're going to get a lot cooler stuff that might last even longer than, you know, something that you get online versus the beds. I think I think the mattresses that come on Amazon are amazing from Lucid. But otherwise, yes, I think if you guys are out there and doing that and you can find things that um, are going to be just well-made, better made, and um, you're going to find your client something that's going to withstand, you know, more wear and tear, then um, ultimately it's worth it to pay a little bit more for a stager to do that for you and certainly a convenience. I agree. Um, Yeah.
2: We come across some really unique items, and when we see that, sometimes that spurs our inspiration for the next um, design that we need. Definitely.
0: Um, Moving on to... You know, we've talked about the goods and some tips for people. What about some design flops? What have you found that may not work consistently or some things that just recently may have flopped when you tried to put them together?
2: Um, Sometimes sizing of furniture matters. Like if it's a really narrow room, it can be challenging to find something that um, we can get to work um, in those spots. Um, Sometimes the size of a dining room table uh, isn't compatible with where they have lighting fixtures located. And um, oh, yeah. so we've run into issues there where we've had to return and repurchase, um, you know, a table that will work um, after we've already got our design laid out. So that's a challenge. Sometimes poor quality furniture that we've run into where, you know, people have some things, but not all things for their Airbnb or for their uh, home that they're selling. Um uh, also, another challenge is not being fully stocked in the kitchen uh, or with enough linens.
0: Yeah, I I feel like uh, also being aware when the linens need to be replaced. Like, it happens. They go through a lot of wear and tear, and therefore, you know, the owner has to be prepared to have some costs associated with replacing and replenishing. So, um, and even even stocking the stock closet is, an expensive venture right in its own in its own right. so Ladies, uh, is there anything else you would like to add to for some uh, last words of wisdom for the hosts out there looking to maybe affordably
2: design and furnish their Airbnbs? Um, I would suggest um, if someone has the time, A lot of people have other jobs outside of managing their Airbnb, but if they have the time, Facebook Marketplace is such an amazing treasure for us. It takes you all over the city, but it's worth it for a good deal. Do you have anything to
1: add, Lydia? Um, I think it's important to keep the decor trendy and up-to-date. Just like when you go to a hotel, you want to stay somewhere that's, potentially nicer than your home or at least as nice um, to have dated furniture or um, I stayed in the Airbnb in Florida and its furniture was predominantly early yard sale and I would say it was not – somehow it came across cute in the pictures, but when I actually got there – It was very dated. The furniture um, was very small scale. So, you know, keeping it trendy, keeping it nice, don't just stick it in there because you think it's an inexpensive piece. You know, choose according to um, the house, the space, and make it nice so that people will want to come back.
0: I think those are some fabulous tips, ladies. um, uh, I think our listeners are going to have a field day with some of the information that you've given them. And yes, I do agree. Florida sometimes is still outdated and wicker. I not, I'm not a big fan quite honestly, but I do find (laughs) that they still have it down there somehow. I guess it withstands the, the, the atmosphere, but um, ladies, thank you so much for being with us today. Um, such a pleasure. And why don't you tell people where they can get a hold of you in case they want
2: to reach out? Thank you. Thank you so much, Rachel, for having us. They can reach out to us at thatfeelingofhome.com, or they can reach us on our cell phones. My number is area code 317-223-3042, and Lydia,
1: or my cell is 317 317- Three
0: three two nine four one one. All right, ladies. Well, thank you so much for joining me. Hope you guys wish you lots of success here and we'll see you at the next meetup, hopefully. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that is our show on design tips for your Airbnb from some wonderful experts. And um, if you're satisfied, happy, and content with this podcast, then go ahead. Please like, subscribe, and share. And also remember to comment. And if you're interested in joining the short-term rental revolution, then go ahead and visit my website at rentalpreneur.com. I have a link there on my website where you can also become an Airbnb host for free. And um, I also do free consults. All right, well guys, that's it for today. Thanks so much for joining in. And we'll see you on the flip side.